Hi, I'm Nick Martinez. And I'm Julian Boney. And we are the hosts of Giving Space, where we explore the lives and careers of people of color and discuss issues facing our communities. And our guests today are um, Danny Calderon and Mike Garcia, who are joining us as part of a special Father's Day episode. Um, so welcome, Danny and Mike. Um, Danny, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I have uh, I have uh, two kids, um, uh, an eight-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl. Uh, so it's, it's weird to think that I have a second grader, but um, I do. Uh, very soon going to be third grader. So it, it, it's, been, it's been interesting. Nice. Thank you for joining us, Danny. And, and throwing it over to Mike. I'm ha happy to be here. Um, I am uh, also, I'm a dad, uh, two, two youngsters. Uh, I have an eight-year-old uh, and a 10-year-old boy. Um, so I, got a, I also have a second grader and a fourth grader. Um, and so it, it has definitely been uh, a ride and, and the journey just continues. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, so for, for both of you, and I think we'll start with Danny. When you first learned you were going to be a father, what ran through your mind? Like what, um, what sort of emotions did it elicit? Were you terrified? Were you excited? Like, how did you feel? Uh, <clears throat> That's a you know that's a good question. I um, I kind of felt um, I, I was really happy. Um, I had um, you know, I had just a, a little a, a quick background on, on me. I I grew up most of my life without my father. I grew up being raised by my mother and my grandmother. Um, so you know, ever since I was really young, I wanted to have my own family. Um, you know, it, it was kind of like you know the, the the goal in life. You know, the the job, the car, the family. The, the house you know i'm still working on that last one um but um but yeah no i was really i was really excited i was happy uh you know it, it took us some time to get there um you know uh, my wife and i uh knew each, uh you know we were dating for about 10 years before we got married and then you know we took you know and we enjoyed being married before uh finally having children and so uh no it was it was i was really excited i, I was uh very uh open to starting that uh, the next part of my life with that. Awesome. What about you, Mike? Um, so similar to Danny, I, I, we waited a little bit, uh, me, me and Lise. Um, and, uh, I, I, I think I was a combination. We, you know, we were looking, we were looking to start a family. So I was just super, super excited and happy, but I, I transparently, I was shitting bricks, right? Like you, you start thinking about like, do you have enough income? You know, like where do you live? Like who who helps take care of, you know, your your kids? Um, back then, uh, <laughs> back then, uh, smartphones were still uh, getting developed, so there was no Siri, and there wasn't a whole lot of information out there, um, and. And just you know, some some of my close friends and and, and some of uh, my cultural background, some some of the ways to to raise young or, or some of the way to raise young people just was was a little was a little scary. So it was a it was a combination of things, but uh, but I overall I would say I was happy. So uh, what's what's one thing that you wish you knew 
beforehand, before having your first child, that you feel you would that would have made things a lot easier for both of you? All right. Um, actually, it, it's funny because <clears throat> I don't know if there was one thing. Like, like it, it's weird because um, it, it's such a change. It's it, like, you know, they always say, you know, the, the woman becomes a mother when they can start feeling the baby move. The father really doesn't become the father until you, you see the baby for the first time. And so it, it is it is very like, you know, pre pre birth to post birth, you know, like you become a different person. Um, like there's not like if, if I were to go back to 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 pre birth myself and said, you know, um, don't watch the news because, you know, God, you know, because God, you know, every day there's another, you know, kid being something bad to whether they get, you know, shot or, or a, you know, a Syrian refugee thing or, you know, there, there's so many political and, and so many things out there happening to children that, you know, it's going to mess you up <laughs> once you have children. Pre-birth me would have been like, ah, I can handle it. Yeah, I can. You can't handle it. You can't. It's just it's like it's, I stopped watching the news. I, I, I just it, it was too depressing to watch the news. I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news, um, but there really like there wasn't like there's not one like a you know there's not one advice uh, or or anything I would have known like it's it just it was such an experience it's like you had you know it, it's kind of like working a job you can't just you know you can't go back before you learn the job and be like it's like okay now you know learn SQL you know it just like like you know it, it's just it I don't know like for for me it was it was very hands on very. Uh, learning as like and some you know someone else might 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 differ but it's just for me it was like i don't think there's anything even and even if there was something that i could figure out to say to my former self i wouldn't have believed it <laughs> so, <laughs> you know i would agree with that i i don't think there's one thing there's so many things um i i think you uh, i think danny nailed it on the head it is it is an experience um i think the experience is different for everybody. Agreed, agreed. And so you, you know, you you hit it, you know, you hit it head on. Um, I think, I think one thing though, if I if I could just remind myself, is that to tell myself like it's okay if you don't have all the answers. Uh -huh. um, that that one, I think, you know, you you, you know, it it totally becomes not less about you. Everything you do comes around these young people and, and, you know, and your spouse, who, you know, who, who's helping you raise this young person. And so you just want everything to be so perfect. And sometimes like that, that you just add pressure and the job is already tough. So I, I would just say like, Hey, um, you know, it, you're not going to know everything. Um, it's okay to not know everything. The other thing I'm, uh, and, and I don't know if this is a, this might be a male thing. We got to be okay with asking for help. Like, I, for me, I, and again, right, like you grow up, right, you typically, you don't want to ask for help. You just, you want to, you know, you want to steamroll, you want to figure it out yourself. And you just think like, you know, if you work harder, it'll, it'll, it'll work out. And sometimes working hard is not, is not working smarter. So I, I would definitely go back and tell myself, like, it's okay not to know the answers. No, uh, no, you know, it's okay to ask for help. And then the other thing, um, that amazes me every day uh, is that it goes really fast. Yeah. So like, believe it or not, like enjoy, you know, enjoy every moment. I will say that with technology, um, you know, we took, you know, we took videos and pictures and I, and I want to say that that's probably been awesome because it helps remind you, you know, 
you know, through your journey as, as your young, you know, as your youngsters get older. Um, and so that, you know, I, I would say record every moment, put it in the cloud. Um, and, and yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to piggyback off that just really fast. Like, you know, speaking of like, you know, how they weren't like, you know, a lot of uh, cell phones back in the day. Like, that's one of the big things for me, too, is just like being able to go and revisit that, you know, like being able to go back to those recordings. And they're all on my phone already. You know, it's just like like this morning we were playing, um, you know, it's a, you know, like day of birth videos <laughs> for, for my children. It's just like it's one of those things that it's so great to have handy, you know, but sorry, God. <laughs> No, I was gonna. I was gonna ask, like, was there a different feeling for you between the birth of your first child and the birth of your second? Like, did you feel like you know once you had the, you found out like you were gonna have a second child? You're like, all right, I got this. I already know how to do this. Or was it like, all right, I don't know because like two of these kids is gonna be a handful, much more than than just one. Right. I, <clears throat> I was going to say, if there was anything advice I would have given myself to pre-second child <laughs> uh, <laughs> of myself, I would have been, that would have been like, yeah, you're, you shouldn't be as confident going into child number two as you were, as you, as you felt. Um, because like you, like you say, once you have one, it's kind of like, okay, we can do this again. We can have two. Right. And then the second one, nothing that worked with the first one works with the second one. Nothing. Completely different personality. I, it's, I have a my my boy. I have an eight year old boy, four year old girl. Nothing works with her. Everything's completely opposite. Things that would make you know make her go to sleep didn't work for him. She was a better sleeper than he was. It's just <clears throat> completely different. So so yes, it, it, it as as confident as I was going from one to two, it, it, it all went out the window. Like and early on, and early on, we're like, this is this is a different. This is a different ball of wax for this one. It, it's, it's not. The... I, was, I was gonna say he nailed it. So I, I went in okay. like, okay, I, you know, you got this. Um, you confident? I, but again, I'm gonna be honest. Now I'm like, wait a minute. I gotta buy two boxes of diapers. Like I gotta buy extra diapers. <laughs> so there's still stress there. So you just sit in there, and it's interesting, right? Because you start, you know, you make sacrifices in your life, and you realize, like, now I'm gonna be honest. If I could go back to pre kids. Two things I would tell myself, you were spending money on dumb stuff and you slept too much. Like you needed to get out more. Like I go back and I'm like, damn, like you spend too much time just, you know, sleeping and, and spending money. Um, but no, child number two is a whole different person. Everything is, um, it, it's, it's, it's true. Almost everything is the opposite. Um, I think uh, it's interesting, like, Child, child, uh, you know, my, my girl number two, I, I don't care what nobody says. She's been here before. She is playing the game. <laughs> She's playing the game at a different level. She is like the mastermind. She is, um, mm -hmm. she is the perfect uh, creation of, of me and my wife. Like she has, like she's spot on with like both personalities and we're like, I'm not gonna lie, she kicks our ass because she is like, she's got wit, she's tough, she's spicy. Oh man, she's it's, it's like a it's it's just like a, a a ball of just like everything. And so again, right, you're right, you just take it day by day. Um, but uh, but it's like I said, I, the journey's been great. So 
I, I guess obviously you would say it's a it's a constant it's a it's a it's a constant learning curve, right? Every day is pretty much different. And so, how how exactly do you adjust to that? Uh, how do you have uh, like what are some things that you guys try to do to to stay ahead of the game? I guess to say <laughs> stay ahead of the game. Um, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure it's anything like purposeful you know that i'm doing really to, to stay right. out of the game is it's just um you know it, it, it's funny like you said you, you know you live your life through you know you through your experiences and i feel like you know it, it's like you know you you tend to think that you know every trick in the game right mm -hmm. and then they surprise you you know right but but you, they still fall into the same traps they still try the same thing to try to get away with the same things and you know of course you and you know you know to expect it so you're you know you're ready for it um it's the unexpected stuff that really kind of catches you by surprise like um like my daughter um just a couple of days ago would started being uh, you know just kind of like out of nowhere be like you know daddy i have i have a secret to tell you i'm like well what is it and he's like she's like you're the best dad in the whole world and i'm like all right what are you trying to pull you know it's just like like okay and i i know you're trying to get somewhere with this but I haven't figured out what you're doing wrong yet. So I'm like, okay, all right, I got to watch you. I got to watch you, you know? Um, but yeah, no, like, like and, and, you know, the, you know, like, like you said before, um, the, the second one is just, there, there's a cleverness to the second one. Um, there's just a sneakiness. Like, you know, there's something going on in her head that it just like, it, it's going to come out at some point. Like she's, she's going to be a handful. She, she is honestly going to be a handful for us. I think, you know, I think you wake up every day saying, listen, it's a new day, you know, mm. like this is, you know, we, we're going to, you know, we, we, we have a, you know, we have a game plan, um, but you always got to go in being like, hey, the, the game plan could change. Um, and what are, you know, where, where, we, where can we be flexible? You know, uh, you know, you try your best to, to expect the unexpected, no such thing. Um, and, and, and you just, I think you adjust. It's interesting where I find myself going back and looking at some of the things that, you know, or, or some of the ways we, we were raised and whether that was the same approach I wanted to take. Um, and so that I think has been really interesting for me. Um, the other interesting thing is that um, in our family, my, my spouse is not, is, is not, uh, and uh, she's not American, so she's uh, she's from the United Kingdom. She's from Wales, um, and so her her culture and her background and where she was raised and how she was raised is really different than that Latino black family growing up in Brooklyn. It's is is it's like night and day. So that has been really interesting in us kind of working together um, and figuring out what you know, what, what's going to be the right thing. Um, and I, and I think it's, I think it's been good, right? Like, I think, you know, we went into it kind of trying to, you know, you know, we, one of the things I think that's good about us is that although we have strong personalities, when it came to us, we, we were pretty good at working things out. So it wasn't like, no, this is the way we're going to raise our kids. Um, you know, everything we, we've been extremely open-minded um, and then again, you got to be, you know, the other thing is willing to learn. So there's new stuff out there that, you know, kids are experiencing or, or there's new things that are out there that just wasn't, you know, um, you know, that we had access to when we were younger. And so, again, how do, how do we, you know, you know, 
kind of like put those things in, into our kids' lives and, and continue to work, so. And you, you brought up an interesting and important point. So uh, both of you are raising sort of multicultural biracial kids. And how do you sort of keep aspects of, of your culture and your heritage? How do you sort of create some sort of balance for your kids learning both the, the cultures and experiences of your past, but also of your spouses? Uh, we'll start with Mike. Um, so this is this was actually a, a really interesting question um, for me because I grew up in a in a you know in, in a in a in a multiracial household. So my 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 my, my biological my mom and, and my biological dad were are uh, were Puerto Rican are are and were Puerto Rican, um, but my stepdad who you know who came into the picture and really raised me you know, was, was a black man, um, you know, from, you know, from, uh, from Jersey. Um, and he, you know, he raised us, uh, you know, he raised me and my sister. So it's interesting growing up, I, I struggled, I, I guess, and I, and I still, to, to a certain extent, I struggled because I, you know, we didn't get the typical straight Latino Puerto Rican background. So we didn't speak a lot of Spanish at, in, directly at home. Um, we spoke a lot more English. We had, you know, we had different, you know, we had different traditions. Uh, we, you know, we had the best of both worlds in terms of food and 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 music and um, and traditions and things like that. Um, but I, I'll be honest, the main, you know, one of the main things was we we didn't, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time going to Puerto Rico, um, and I didn't spend a lot of time learning the language, you know, and I didn't realize how important, you know, something, you know, something like language. Uh, would really be able to benefit me now. So I, I've continued to struggle with that. Um, and I'll be honest, I've continued to, you know, we struggle a little bit in, in our current family. Um, you know, uh, again, my, my wife being Welsh and from the United Kingdom, um, one thing about, about the Welsh is they're super duper, uh, like, you know, got a lot of pride. So, you know, she, you know, they've been to, you know, they've been to the United Kingdom, they've seen the castles, they, you know, they've seen the land. Um, you know, they, they learned a little bit, uh, uh, about their history. Um, and I, and I'll be honest, I, I still struggle. So they understand, right. Like, you know, basic concepts of, you know, Latino traditions and, 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 and they understand that, you know, I, I have a little bit of, uh, you know, I've gotten better in terms of like learning the language. Um, and so, uh, and it's interesting, I've, I've gotten, I guess I've gotten more connected with my, the Latino side of, of my culture to music. Right. So Bad Buddy is one of my favorite artists. And as a result of just continuing to listen to his music, it's kind of put me in a position where I'm always, you know, learning new words, Googling what he phrases and things that he's saying. So it's interesting now I'm playing more of that music, you know, at home and in the car. Um, and so now they're starting to ask questions. And so now it's I think for me, which has been pretty cool is like so now we're both learning, you know what I mean? You know, and then just trying to connect like some of my other family members. So like my, you know, my, my, you know, his, uh, their grand, you know, their grandmother um, and things like that, you know, getting her to kind of share those things. And, and, and again, utilizing uh, uh, the internet, believe it or not, you know, we, we, we look up a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, and now after a pandemic, we, you know, we want to travel a little bit more and, and want to visit Puerto Rico a little bit more. So. Um, 
Yeah, it's funny when you talk about the struggle. It it, it really is a struggle. Um, like you said, like depending on your background. Um, like uh, myself, I I was born in Chile. Um, I left when I was about three years old. Uh, the last time I saw my father. Um, and I grew up around, you know, with with my mother and my grandmother, but they 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 weren't that that into that into music really. Um, it was more my uncle, uh, he, who kind of kept, uh, you know, playing some of the more like the like the sixty seventy, uh, cancion nueva, um, like folklore, like the 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 when when you know when we had the whole um, uh, the 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 coup d'etat uh, you know with, with pinochet taking over and all the anti uh dictator music that was kind of going around the time my uncle was very into that stuff and he would play it all the time um but honestly like i i can't say i have an honest connection to chile anymore because i'm like said I, I i visited maybe a couple of times there you know i it, it, it's it's a struggle for me even though it's part of my heritage it's part of my identity um and, and it's funny because i don't think i'm actively I'm not actively trying to pursue them to kind of to get into it. I just kind of put it on in the background, you know, like if I'm just like sitting around on a weekend and I'm like, you know, just listening to music, like I'm not really doing anything. I'll put on some, you know, some, uh, you know, some music that's of that kind of music that, that, uh, that, um, you know, protest music. And just so they can hear it. Like my son especially is very prone to music. He, he can, uh, he can hear something a couple of times and actually go to the piano and start playing it like right away. Uh, and surprisingly enough, he wants to be a drummer, which boggles the hell out of me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, he can, he can, he, he listens to music. He gets songs stuck in his head. I can hear him humming some of the songs and it, it's, it's great. Cause like I said, that, that music is such a part of our history. Um, but it, it's, 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 again, it, it's a little weird for me because like I said, like the, like I still have family there. I still have a lot of family that still lives in Chile, you know, like, uh, you know, aunts and uncles and, and friends of the family. But it's like, like I was three when a lot of them saw me last. So it's like, I'm like, this is 40 years later. Uh, like I said, I, I don't have that, even that familial connection there. I don't have it as much. I mean, there's been a couple of family members that I've gotten a little closer to, but it's not like, I mean, they're like my uncle and my mom's age, you know, they're not, they're not my age and their kids are younger than me. So it's, it's like, it's like, I have that weird, like I was born in this weird gap where I don't have that connection with the, with those, uh, with the, 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 the Chilean side of my family. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I try to, you know, I, I try to play music for them. I try to, uh, you know, whenever, uh, you know, Chile's playing soccer or something like that, we're very into soccer in the house. You know, we'll, we'll put those games on and, you know, um, you know, I, I, I still root for the USA, but not not if they're playing Chile. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it, but it's uh, like you said, though, it's like you have to kind of almost, you know, put the work into it. Like you, you have you really have to kind of go out of your way to to like say and you have to be in the mood for it because it's like I'm not always in the mood for Spanish protest music, you know, like, you know, I, I want to listen to you know, rock music or pop music or whatever that I feel like listening to, you know, I'll, I'll put on that music, but, but I, I try to, I try to kind of sprinkle it in there as, you know, so that way, you know, when they get older and if they want to search it out, at least they'll remember it, you know. Uh, in, in keeping, in keeping with the, the topic of, of, of you guys' heritage, I know both your children are, are relatively young, but, you know, they're not going to be young forever. Um, and have you guys, have you guys, 
ever thought about how you would help these guys navigate the PC world that we're living in now as when it when it would start really, you know, affecting them? Yeah, I mean, I I'll be honest, those conversations are already happening. Um with you know with with the way media you know the, the access that they have to media um you know and 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 the stuff that they talk about in school it's almost like at least for us at home if we don't start to have a conversation about it um then we're doing them a disservice um and so we we have you know one of the things i one of the things i think i'm i'm more proud of um, and just, and I think this just has to do with family, is that at least for for both me and, and my and and my wife, we we have always come into it being able to accept people for who they are, um, and so we have we have kind of raised our kids that way, to say like, hey, it's okay if such and such likes such and such, or if they want to wear that. Um, we've already, you know, we've we I'll be honest, we've had you know multiple conversations around you know, you know, uh, same-sex marriages and equality. Um, it's interesting enough where, you know, my, you know, my, my dad who raised me, you know, he grew up through segregation hard. So, you know, we, we talk to our kids to be like, Hey, there was, there was a point in time where, mm. you know, um, they call him Bampa. So, so mm. we used to say, Hey, there was a point in time where Bampa couldn't be in the same room with us, or we couldn't go to sit to eat. And, and, and to them, that's just, you know, again, that's crazy. Um, but we tell them that we also, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that I'm being as honest and as transparent as I can, but also age appropriate. So, you know, we have conversations around like, listen, the world is great and people are great, but not everybody in this world is, is nice and want to do nice things. There's people that are mean and there's people that, do different things. Um, and so we have conversations about that. You know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, I, I take pride in, in being able to, you know, you know, stand up for, for those that don't have voices. So we even have conversations as like, hey, if somebody's in school and they don't have something and you have the ability to share with them, you should share that with them or include them. If they're being picked on, if they're, you know, if, if people are threatening, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's even yeah. the conversation has been is like, hey, I'm not even asking you to go in and and jump in, but notify, you know, like notify an adult because it's just the right thing to do um, with the idea that, again, we're, we're building these values that, right, they're just going to make right decisions as humans, you know, because right now our world is so, right, the reality is our, our world, our city, our country is so segregated and until, you know, you know, until we start to kind of change that that thinking and that methodology, um, you know, it, it's not going to get better. Yeah, I, I think you kind of nailed that right on the head. Um, I actually don't have a, a lot to add to that. I mean, the only thing that I could think of, um, you know, uh, like I said, we, 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 especially since, you know, we don't know with the with the older one that's in the school it's like i don't know what he's hearing you know i don't know who he's talking to i don't know what they're talking about um and a lot of the schools especially here in in where we live um they've kind of taken the point of of calling out a lot of the the, the issues like you know the the george floyd mur murder 
um, the, 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 the Asian hate that's been happening around. So they've, they've actively um, been addressing that in the school system here. Um, we've also kind of, uh, you know, there's, there's a, I'm trying to remember, I, I don't remember the author and I apologize for that. Uh, but there was a bunch of like, almost like, uh, like, you know, uh, age appropriate books for like Rosa Parks and like, so, you know, we've had those conversations with, with, with my older one, like I said, my younger one's a little, she's, she's, you know, she's only four. She's, she's not quite there yet. Um, but for the older one, like we definitely addressed it with him. Um, you know, we have, we, you know, there's families that we know in town that, you know, have, uh, you know, multiple mothers and, and, you know, and, and we told them, you know, there's you know, families with multiple fathers and, and that's okay. That's how they want to live their life. Uh, we, you know, it's, you know, you love who you love. Um, it doesn't matter what they look like or how they are. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, you, you, you nailed it on the, on the head. I'll even take it a step further. And this was more my wife. And I, and again, I didn't, I don't think I realized this, but when we were younger, she was really sensitive to making sure that we didn't just buy uh, you know, Maddox, who's my oldest boy, but then we, we just didn't buy him like boy toys over mm-hmm. Michaela girl. Like we just was like, listen, if that's what you want to play with, that's what you play with. And it didn't matter. Right. And, and there's times where he'll, he'll, you know, Maddox will make a, 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 a comment like, Oh, I don't want to play with that because that's for girls. And right away. Right. Like, we're just like, so what, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you, you could play with whatever you want to play with. You just don't want to, you know, you, you choose not to play with that. Um, that's fine. The other thing we also, it's interesting, and I don't know why this resonated, is that we also try to focus on uh, making sure that not only that he treats people with respect, but women. So we have been super on top of him. Like, yo, you don't hit, you don't hit women. In, in general, he shouldn't be hitting people. But right. I'm like, when it comes, so, so I'll, you know, he, they're like extra consequences should he put his hands on his sister. And don't get me wrong, she gets consequences too, but I need him to understand that that's not okay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've even monitored, uh, and this is, this is I, you know, um, I think we could go down a whole different rabbit hole on this one, but it's been interesting. We have even monitored as parents when we have disagreements, what that looks like in front of them. Um, because, right, we're just trying to role model like, hey, I don't want you to see this and be like, hey, so it's okay to right. like get so upset right. that you start behaving this way. And then we just go back, right? Because that's that's kind of like, if you think about it, right? Like in some of our cultural backgrounds and our families, the way we we're raised, unfortunately, yeah. sometimes we've got stuck in these cycles. Because right, yeah. we just saw like, hey, dad would get upset. He pushed mom or vice versa. And so then people think that the way to, right? And so we we didn't want that. Um, so we, you know, again, and it's probably more, I'll, I'll be honest, it was, it, I think my, I mean, my, my wife is 10 times smarter than me. So she, like, she nailed it. But once she identified that for me, it was easy for me to follow um, in, in those, in those type of footsteps. Um, I think what I'm most worried about is as they start to get older and their bodies are developing and their feelings for other humans are developing, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out like how we start to have that conversation. I don't want to have that conversation. Yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting because sometimes what they watch or what they hear in school, they'll come home. So the other day, my daughter was like, she was watching something and it wasn't even, okay. you're going to laugh. It was hocus pocus. And so she asked us what a virgin oh, is. No. And I was oh, like, no. Right? Mind you, she's. <laughs> But if you remember Hocus Pocus, right? Like, 
there was a part that's like, what's a virgin? And I'm like, I just, I'm going to be honest. I ducked out on that one. <laughs> I, act like, I act like I didn't hear it, and I ducked it. Um, and so it was interesting, right? Because I wasn't sure what I was going to say. But again, right? Like I said, my wife's smarter. She was spot on. She was like, hey, right now, that's not an appropriate question to, to have a discussion about quite yet for you. So we're going to hold off on that. And she was like, oh, okay. And I, but I was just like, geez. But, I, but I'm going to be honest. Like, it's coming. So again, like, and again, right, I, I'm, I'm speaking about, like, how it's raised. So, right, and, and, and our families, we weren't really, they didn't have that conversation with us. It was yeah. like you learned from your knucklehead <laughs> friends. And, and yeah. I'm going to be honest, that wasn't good. <laughs> hey, just a quick point on that too, though. I, I think it's it's really important to have a united front. You know, like one of the things that we we decided on early is that you know, if, if you make a decision, you know, in this case, being you know, I was speaking to my wife, if, if if she makes a decision in front of the child that I disagree with, I'm going to go along with it in the moment. We'll talk later. You know, whether the, the kids go say if there's if I have an issue with something that was said, I'm not going to start calling that out in front of the children. Now, not to say that we don't argue sometimes in front of the children, but usually that's a, you know, a me and her issue and not a, having to deal with the children. But like as far as the children are concerned, we're always united front because they, they've tried. They've tried pitting us against each other. And we're like, what did daddy say or what did mommy say? And 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 they tried to pit us. Against. So then, of course, we double check. each other. Did you say that he could do this? And like no, it's like mm -hmm. yeah, they they try, they they they'll, they find their ways, but no, is it? It's always been a united front. They 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 quit trying to put us against each other a long time ago. Nice, they just nice. Don't even bother. Uh, cool, cool. Thank you, thank you. Um, so if I remember correctly, um, I believe Danny, you mentioned that you were mainly raised by your mother and grandmother, right? Correct, right? And then for you, Mike, you had your your stepdad, yes. right? Right. So um. On on speaking on that, so for let's say for for you, Mike, uh, looking back, what are some things that you learned from from your stepdad growing up? And do you think that anything like any of his actions, the way he raised you, helped you um, as a parent as you are now? It's interesting. Uh, there's things that I totally now understand a lot better that I, I didn't quite understand um, as a teenager, maybe, mm -hmm. right, right? Like a teenager, right? I thought I knew it all. Um, but I, I, I want to say that I'm, a, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, always extremely um, grateful uh, for, the, for the father that, that he still continues to be and the grandfather. Um, he, you know, he, he always, you know, he put family first um, and he always, he it was it's interesting he he raised us tough love um and i and i and i and now that i look at it and i mean times are different um but i will say that i i, I needed that tough love um i didn't always appreciate it like i said back when i was growing up um but now as i go back as an adult um i can i can look back and say like hey i i needed that um and so i, I think i've taken a lot of stuff um and and kind of applied it um I, I put some more, you know, I put a little bit more finesse and a little bit of more empathy and uh, and loving and 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 caring. Um, but when I go back, I mean, you know, one of the things that, you know, one of the things that I, you know, when you when we you know when I dig deep into what I think 
what were some of the values that he wanted to make sure was one that he always, he always wanted us to, you know, um, make a confident decision, but then live with, with whatever the consequences were, good or bad, and then own up to it. Um, you know, we, you know, we had to work hard. So there was no such thing as, you know, if, if, if you weren't going to school, then you had to work. If you weren't working and you weren't going to school, then unfortunately you just wasn't, we, we, we couldn't live in the household. Um, so I appreciate him pushing me to do that. Um, and I also appreciate him being super honest. Um, so, you know, he would, he would, you know, again, right. Like you think about it, like you were growing up and you, you know, you're struggling, you, you, right. You're, you're developing relationships and you were struggling and you're trying to be popular and you're trying to do this and you're trying to do that. And I remember him telling me like, listen, I know you don't want to believe me, but when you get to this age, this, this, this stuff ain't going to matter. These people are not even going to be there. You're actually probably going to be ahead of them because they have. Um, so I, I, again, I, I, I've totally, you know, um, totally, you know, taken those, those values that he's really trying to instill in us. And I probably just have added a little bit more of a TLC. It's interesting now though. And, and um, it's interesting now watching him as a grandparent. Cause my, he, he's, he's a sap. Like he could be like, he could be like when he needs to be tough, he's a little, but it's nothing. It's nothing. So like the kids are all like, Oh, Ben for this, Ben for that. And I'm like, I got some stories about Ben. Um, so it's really, again, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see him evolve and in, into being a, a, a grandfather and an older adult. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I think again, just being extremely lucky to, to do uh to have him instill those things on me um was was definitely how about you danny how uh, how has your mother and uh, grandmother influenced you in raising your kids it, it's funny because <clears throat> you know I, I, one of the things i kind of struggled with was kind of trying to figure out like how what kind of dad i would be you know and, and i guess i kind of modeled it after who I would have wanted my father to be, you know, in, in a way. Um, so it's really, it's really a combination of a lot of people in my life, you know, maybe a, the biggest chunk of it is probably my uncle, uh, you know, who I, I grew up, uh, you know, with him uh, close by and, and his three children I kind of, you know, we were part of, you know, each one of us uh, were three years apart from each other. So like I had an older cousin three years and then two younger ones that were three years apart each, you know, each way. Um, and, and, you know, so he's a big part of, of, of kind of more so than, than my mother and grandmother, because they were kind of, you know, they were very caring, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, like I said, they did, they did kind of form my personality more so than anything else. But like I said, I kind of wanted, like, as far as fatherhood goes, I kind of wanted to be, um, you know, kind of take like, like traits from people, like, you know, from certain people, like, you know, like my, uh, you know, a teacher from high school, you know, might've had a trait, like a, an empathy trait, or, uh, you know, even like, you know, you see like fathers on TV, like, you know, um, you know, and, and, and even fatherhood itself has gotten, you know, like, like you know, you were saying before, it's not the way it was before, you know, dads are allowed to have feelings, <laughs> whereas they, they probably weren't back in the day. Um, you know, like, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, 
um, my own mother doesn't even say I love you to me all that often, but it's just like, you know, I can say that to my kids, you know, it's like, I don't have to be like my parent, my mom, my grandmother, you know, like they said, they, they raised me right. I'm not saying, you know, um, I think they raised me in the right way. Um, I just don't, I mean, again, they're, they're old school. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they were, you know, raised in uh, tough times down in Chile. I'm like, I, it just doesn't apply to now. It's like, these kids are different. Um, you know, it, it, it's just, it's, 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 it's funny though, because I remember like one of the, one of the main things I struggle with is, is, as far as, you know, uh, trying to teach my kids something is, is like, you know, when, when I was a kid, I didn't have everything I wanted, you know, it's just like, um, you know, I would have to wait for things. I'd have to do an allowance or something, you know, like, you know, I wanted a new, uh, a new video game or something like that. I would have to wait, you know, wait till Christmas or wait till my birthday, whatever, whatever. These kids have everything they want. Like they, my, my kids have, uh, have gifts they haven't opened since two Christmases ago. I still have, I still have boxes in there, in their, um, in their closets with stuff. I just like, I'm like, uh, like my son just like, unless it's open and he doesn't play with it. I'm just, I, I don't get it. But, uh, but it's like, I, I want like, and that's a driving force for me is like being able to have what I, you know, like, you know, being able to, in my adulthood, um, kind of do what I want, say what I want, be who I want to be, raise my children the way I want to be. Um, and, and I guess, like I said, part of that comes from, from my mom and my grandmother, but I say like, like my, my, my fatherhood portrait, if you were going to make one would be a ton of different people, like, you know, it just, um, yeah, it, it, there would, like I said, it, it, there's just, there's not one main father figure there. This has been part one of our conversation with Danny and Mike on this special Father's Day episode of Giving Space Podcast. We'll be back soon with part two. Hope you can join us. As always, this has been Giving Space. We'll see you next time.